0: Hey baddies, welcome back to another episode of the Balanced Baddie Podcast. In this week's episode, we're gonna be talking about things that are a little bit deep. I mean, I feel like all of our episodes are pretty deep, but we just wanted to start this episode off kind of just like prefacing that we understand that some of this stuff might be hard to hear and you might feel like you can relate to a lot of what we are saying and if you can, we just want to let you know that it is okay and there's nothing wrong with you and the whole purpose of this is so that you can gain more awareness of some of your patterns so that you can then shift into more healthier patterns and then obviously change your outcome and change your reality. And that's the positive out of this.
1: Exactly. Recognizing negative traits within yourself can feel really hard, Mm -hmm. but it's also something that's very empowering because it gives you control over Mm -hmm. your life and the ability to make a change or start living life the way that you always wanted to.
0: Yep. Amen on that sister. So today we're going to be talking about victim mindset and we kind of just want to give you guys like an example of what it feels to live in a victim mindset versus like what it would look like if you were to live outside of that so if you're in a victim mindset you're in a state of disempowerment and when you're not in that you're going to be in a state of self-empowerment a state of flow so a disempowered mindset would look like it's because that happened to me I was just born this way I'll be fine once everyone else stops or changes. I won't find a solution or you're just not willing to find a solution to the problem that you're facing. You may think that I don't have a choice. You may think that it's hopeless. You may give up easily on things that you start. And you're controlled by bad habits and behaviors. And again, like you're just being a victim. Do you want to go over what it would look like for like self-empowerment?
1: Right. So, the opposite of the disempowered mindset is the self-empowered mindset, which is the one that we want to choose. Mm -hmm. Um, And this would be an ability to respond to a situation. For example, I am in charge of my mind and therefore in charge of my results. Moving forward, looking for solutions, saying, I can fix this, accepting all stages of your healing process you love the journey and not just the outcome and you take responsibility.
0: Yeah, because it's important to know and note that you can't always control what happens in your life, but you can choose what you do with it, like do with what happens, how you react to a situation, your attitude and the meaning of it and what you do next, which is what we want to get into for you guys today. So To kind of make this a little bit easier to understand, like I feel like we're very like scenario-based girlies. I love like examples. So imagine there's a person named Alexis and she's struggling with her fitness and her health goals and she has a victim mindset. She has a history of inconsistent exercise and unhealthy eating habits, which have led to her to gain weight and she also has really low energy levels, really low self-esteem, etc., instead of taking responsibility and saying you know like I'm in this position because of my habits she's frequently blaming external factors and some external factors might be time she might be like oh I don't have the time to exercise because I'm too busy with work and other responsibilities I have no choice but to be out of shape or she might blame it on genetics like she might also claim it's in my genes to be overweight my family has always had weight issues so Therefore, there's nothing that I can do about it because that's just how I am. Uh, another thing would be eating out. She often eats fast food or unhealthy takeout, but she will justify it by saying, "Ugh, oh, healthy food is just too expensive, and it's just like easier to grab fast food. Like I can't afford to eat well." And then another external factor would be a lack of support. She might blame it on. She might point to like the lack of support from her family or friends, and she might claim, "Ugh, oh, nobody around, n- nobody around me supports me." or my efforts to be healthy. So there's no use in trying. So in this example, she is consistently blaming external factors. She's putting the blame on everything else but her own actions. Like so the external factors again are time, genetics, cost and lack of support. And she feels helpless and believes that she has no control over her situation. And then this victim mindset prevents her from taking ownership of her lifestyle choi- choices and making positive changes and ultimately achieving her health and fitness goals. To move into a more empowered mindset, like for like what she could do to do that, um, the first step she would have to do is acknowledge her ability to make her own choices and take control of her health. And then she could also start by setting small achievable goals, Um, maybe seeking support from friends or like finding a fitness community that she can join, hiring a coach making small sustainable changes to her diet and exercise routines. There's multiple different things that she can do to start. But do you see like that shift in mindset from being a victim to now being more empowered? Like when she wants, when she makes that shift, she can lead to better health outcomes and a greater sense of personal responsibility.
1: Yes, exactly. She totally has to like shift her mindset from feeling like she has no power over these circumstances to – recognizing that she can make changes to be more empowered and it
0: feels good when you like shift into that mindset because like even if you you don't have this mindset but if you just if you read off all those negative things and hear how she's complaining how or putting the blame on external circumstances you feel you could just feel how disempowered that like is but then when you shift your words to like more empowered words and like a positive mindset of knowing like having that knowing that you can change your circumstances it does feel more power empowering and you just feel better overall like you feel more like motivated and happy and just good
1: yeah exactly basically she wasn't taking responsibility for her life Mm -hmm. and that's what you that's what a victim mindset is people Mm -hmm. who are living in a victim mindset are disempowered and they feel that they have no responsibility over their life Mm -hmm. um and obviously like when it comes to fitness and eating healthy there's going to be days where you're super busy at work and it just so happens that you couldn't go to the gym that day like Mm -hmm. that's normal and it's perfectly acceptable but if you're constantly blaming other things then that's a different story. You yep. know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Because then, if you are busy, you can shift your mindset from blaming it on being busy. You can shift your mindset to like, okay, like if I know that I'm going to have a, a busy day at work or whatever the case may be, you can then ask yourself, okay, like what can I do? Like what is within my control? Obviously, you can't control if work is super busy, but you can control other factors. Like you can – specifically make that day like your off day so that you know like okay these other days i'm gonna go to the gym you can prioritize your nutrition that day prioritize getting in enough water maybe going for like a quick little walk during your lunch break if you can like there's a bunch of other things that you can control in that scenario as long as you're actively choosing to look for it versus like throwing in your towel and being like, oh, there's nothing else that i can do because i'm busy you know right right
1: And you feel helpless and, like, there's nothing that you can do to make a difference. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And honestly, feeling helpless and and feeling like your actions or your life, you have no control over it. That's how you develop that victim mindset. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times this victim mindset or this syndrome is a learned pattern that helps us cope with trauma. Mm -hmm. So, for example... If you have experienced a traumatic event, this could be your coping mechanism in order to move past that event. But the problem is that if you do it over and over and over again, it basically becomes your permanent way of being. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how usually this mentality starts from a very young age. Um, A traumatic childhood would probably be like a really good example Of how someone can learn this way of thinking or this mentality from a very young age Mm -hmm. so imagine a child uh, we can call him Alex and he grows up in a very dysfunctional family environment his parents are frequently arguing and are very emotionally abusive towards each other and they often neglect Alex's emotional needs as a result Alex experienced feelings of insecurity, fear, powerless, powerlessness, um, and he's experiencing these feelings at a very young age. These are the years when he's developing a mm-hmm. lot of who he is and his personality. His identity. Exactly. Yeah. So basically this mindset kind of becomes like his identity and it sticks with him for years. And if we break this story down – we can start to see the different causes of why he would develop a victim mindset. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, for example, learned helplessness, which is what we already explained, is a major cause of the victim mindset. In Alex's early years, um, he had experiences of witnessing constant conflict. He felt like he had no control over changing his family situation, and he basically learned that he's helpless. And this suggests that if a person repeatedly faces situations where they have no control or cannot change their circumstances, they may develop a belief that they are helpless in the face of adversity. And remember that Alex is a child. So in reality, he doesn't really have that much control over the situation at this time. But due to that, he then always feels that he has no
0: control over any situation. Yeah, because usually it's, an event that happens that then forms like an emotion because of that event and then it forms a belief that you carry with you your entire life like it's a it's a subconscious belief so you might not actually know that you have that belief because you're not living in your subconscious your subconscious like acts without you telling it to act your conscious mind is your analytical thinking whereas like your unconscious mind is subconscious and actually 95% of what we do is driven by our unconscious mind and wow. only 5% is driven by our conscious mind which is crazy and that's why like you are put in situations where you're like like why do I like why am i thinking this way like why can't i change like and it's because you have to become aware of these beliefs that you've developed and then relearn them and rewrite them and the good thing is and it's amazing that we can rewire our beliefs we can recode our brain basically we have to be willing and to do the work and we right. have to become aware of obviously these thought patterns that you're having
1: right so the victim mindset is basically a subconscious learned behavior for example if we go back to Alex's story and realize that as a very young child he may witness his dysfunctional family and this neglect from his parents and he may start to internalize it um and and think of it as like a negative thing that has to do with him mm-hmm. um so this can cause him to feel very unworthy it may make him feel like he isn't worthy of love or he isn't worthy of having like a normal functioning family or that he's incapable of achieving success and this is going to lead to low self-esteem which is another cause of living in this victim mindset mhm Another cause would be um, the victim is attributing all of their problems to external factors and believe that they have little control over anything in their own life. Mm -hmm. Um, So Alex, having experienced a very turbulent childhood, may not have had the opportunity to develop a strong sense of internal control. So that internal control... Meaning you feel that you can go out and you can live your life on your own terms and you have um, control over the way that you respond to certain things in your life. This is going to lead to someone constantly perceiving as if all external factors are totally out of their control and it's just
0: destiny and that's how it's supposed to be. And then another thing that he can also develop is a fear of conflict because he witnessed his parents have such intense conflict during his childhood and he saw like what that did to his parents what that did to his family and he knows how that made him feel like he may like grow up with a fear of conflict and confrontation and he may avoid like conflict and confrontation at all costs so like he might avoid really difficult situation situations or in relationships his future relationships when he's an adult he might not speak up or voice his needs because he's afraid of conflict and he just wants to make sure that he avoids that at all costs so he might even like develop people pleasing tendencies as well because he just wants that other person to be happy at all times regardless of how he's actually feeling because he's afraid of that conflict so as you can see over time these like childhood experiences that we have can result in a mindset that will really affect your adult life and you won't notice this until like you actually ask yourself okay like what happened in my childhood that actually might be affecting my adult life and my overall well-being. That's
1: a really good point I mean personally I had to ask myself those questions in order to get out of a victim mindset Mm -hmm. and also considering that he, Alex or anybody who struggles with the victim mentality learned this at such a young age and it's ingrained in us Mm -hmm. it can feel like it's impossible to first of all acknowledge that you have it And then second of all, release yourself from it or overcome it. Mm -hmm. Break free from all those thoughts. Exactly. It can feel really impossible. I've had to go through this experience myself. And the first thing that I had to do was acknowledge that I was living in a victim mindset, specifically when it came to relationships. In my past, I... uh, Honestly, struggled pretty badly with always getting into toxic relationships. I always wondered, like, why I couldn't just have a normal relationship or a good relationship, like my sisters or my brother or my friends. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I was so in- unlucky in love and that I had no control over being in a healthy relationship. I felt like it was, like, my destiny or something to just be with this toxic person exactly. that was making you unhappy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Fortunately for me, which is a great one of the major reasons why we do this podcast is to bring awareness to you guys Mm -hmm. but I guess I was like reading on the internet or something and I read or I heard a quote about how the partners that you choose are actually like reflections or mirrors of aspects about yourself So I realized that I was attracting these men into my life because of how I felt about myself. Mm -hmm. I definitely struggled with a lack of self-love and that showed up in my relationships a lot. Mm -hmm. But instead of staying in that mindset of like blaming the universe and just feeling or like the entire male gender or just feeling like it's impossible to find a good relationship, I took responsibility for my life and I finally understood that I was actually subconsciously choosing to date these toxic men and it was time for me to figure out why and I realized that I was playing victim by acting like I had no control over over who I dated but obviously I have a hundred percent control over who I date this revelation is actually what propelled me into my healing journey to uncover a lot of those subconscious patterns and beliefs that we were talking about
0: yeah like you might have subconsciously had a belief that you know there are no good men out there therefore that's why you were attracting like no good men or you might have had a belief that like you're not good enough or you're not worthy of a healthy loving relationship for whatever reason like whether your parents didn't have a good relationship whatever the case may be like you develop these patterns and thoughts when in your childhood and honestly these thoughts that you have and these patterns that you have you have them for a reason like you have them because it kept you safe one way or another it kept you from feeling a really horrible shitty emotion exactly it's it's also what your body is
1: familiar with Mm -hmm. um for example i i Growing up, I didn't really have a lot of emotional support. I didn't Mm -hmm. feel that my feelings were ever validated. We both did exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. And then I was getting into relationships with these guys who literally did not care about my feelings at all. So then, when I heard that quote about the mirror and the reflection, I'm like, okay, this is this actually makes sense. You know, like if you are able to think about your past, like uh, Sarah said, is going to help you make sense of this
0: mindset yeah i think in another like example too i don't know why just this just popped up in my head but like if you see your your parents like arguing all the time or if you like see like one of your parents like unhappy all the time you might then like choose to stay in a relationship when you're unhappy and when you're not being treated the right way like you might choose those things because you might think that it's normal you know like it could be the complete opposite you could either like avoid those things at all costs or you can choose to be in those things because of the thoughts that you've developed you know
1: exactly yeah it's a lot of Mm self-awareness and that's a first step to recognizing the victim mindset Mm -hmm. and you can see that like in my story I was pretty self-aware that I was attracting all of these really toxic men so that was the first step of me breaking free but also like if you pay attention to my language which is another thing that you can do to see if you're in a victim mindset is i was like oh this is my destiny this is how it is i have the worst luck you know if you're constantly saying those things it might be a sign that you're playing victim and then another sign could be negative emotions if you're constantly feeling like you're in a negative state of being or a negative mindset all the time um for example resentment self-pity helplessness thinking that other people have it so much easier these negative emotions
0: are a sign that you could be
1: living with a victim mentality
0: yeah like a good example for like thinking that other people have it so much easier and just that's another thing of like self-pity is if you grow up in a home like or your childhood was very hard because you didn't have as much as like other people did like let's just say that you grew up poor for instance like I grew up very poor too so like one of the things that like I always thought was that like other people have it so much easier or I would think that other people were successful or gotten to a good college and got good grades because of their home and while like that like might be true it, it really isn't at the end of the day because you're the one that can control all those things. You can control how you view all those situations and you can choose to just be grateful for what you have and understand that your childhood and how you grew up had nothing to do with you. It's not your fault that you were born into that world, you know? So I think it's very important to make sure that if you grew up in the similar situation that you're not choosing the victim mentality and you're choosing to be more empowered and change your circumstances. I, I could have chose to let my circumstances affect me and affect how the rest of my life was going to go or I could have or I could have chose to step into empowerment and figure out okay like how can I do better for myself how can I change my life how can I create the life that I want to live and that's exactly what you had to do and that's why I worked so hard to get to where I am today because I want it better for myself and I knew that I could have better for myself as well
1: that's amazing and really inspiring, and empowering because obviously we don't have 100 percent control over our circumstances but we do have control over how we respond actually similarly i i grew up with not really having a lot of stuff having to work having to pay to, for college not really having a lot of new things but instead of i remember when like i was in college when i realized this that although my life really isn't super easy i kind of let it instead of beating like feeling like a victim over it i let it empower me because i felt mm-hmm. like if i can make it through these hard situations and come out on top and like do the work to overcome it that means i'm a really strong person and that just gave me so much more confidence to handle any challenging thing that came into my life
0: one thing that i want to add too is because i like i don't know what made me ask ryan this the other day the thing that you said about being strong and having strength and, hardworking and- clearly also having a really good heart despite like your adversities like Thank you. one thing that i asked ryan i was just like what made you stay with me when we first started dating because when we first started dating i i think i still was like in this victim mentality if i'm being honest um, because I didn't really start like my self-development journey until COVID because that's when I was like really like hit in the face with like all of the emotions and realizing that damn I really was fucked up like mentally <laughs> and like accepting it but I asked him I was like what made you stay with me because I, I grew up in a house that wasn't even like one fourth of the size of his childhood home
1: wow
0: I was in debt meanwhile he was debt-free like he paid off his college loans already everything in his life was going so well for him and i had a an insane amount of debt i was living paycheck to paycheck as well and i had a fucked up mind like my mind was so fucked up at a fucked up childhood like my like my life was completely different than his but the whole family situation like i always thought because i did not have like a big family or big loving family like i always just felt like that wouldn't allow me to find a partner that did have that i think for two reasons like he chose to stay with me one because that's just like a testament to how like his family raised him like ken and t like they're clearly very humble and kind Mm -hmm. and they taught him to be humble and kind as well love them but yeah I love them so much but he also just said that because like those things literally didn't matter to him like it what mattered was how I made him feel and what mattered was him seeing like how hard I am working to get myself out of the situation that I'm in I wasn't being a victim to my circumstances
1: that's why I cried so much at your wedding oh <laughs> <Aww.
0: laughs> why because Ryan's just
1: yeah I just yeah. feel like your relationship and your love it's it's really meaningful and it's special. Yeah.
0: We definitely have had like, like any relationship too. like, cause I don't want any of you that are listening to like compare like our relationship. Like we've definitely had our setbacks. We've definitely had our fights as any other couple. I don't want anybody to think that like we've never fought before. We've had, haven't had like our blowout fights right. we have, you know? So never compare yourself to somebody online too. If you think that they have like some like picture perfect yeah, relationship. Exactly.
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we all have days where things aren't perfect and we feel like the world is against us and For example, like with you and Ryan, instead of falling victim to your relationship problems, you guys were empowered and worked through them together. Mm -hmm. It's important to remember that while our circumstances may not be our fault it just means that you have the ability to respond to your circumstances and change the outcome and take responsibility too exactly taking Mm -hmm. responsibility is the number one thing you can do to get out of this victim mindset
0: and we know that taking accountability for your outcome or for your life in general can take a lot of fucking hard work which is why it just might seem easier and a lot more comfortable for you to continue feeling helpless but playing victim all the time does come with some consequences consequences such as decreased well-being poor social connections and self-destructive behavior aka a lot of self-sabotage which is something that i definitely did a lot of Mm -hmm, same when i was living in my victim mentality so Someone that's living in a victim mentality might notice patterns such as difficulty sustaining personal relationships, feeling guilty, ashamed, or inadequate, feelings of being stuck in life, unable to feel pleasure or just positive feelings overall, hopeless about the possibility of change or getting help, fear that everyone is out to get you or will take advantage of you, and... An inability to enjoy successes when they do occur. So, we understand that, like, if you're listening to this and you feel like you can relate to those examples that I just given you, you might start to feel even more hopeless like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Or as if you're stuck in this mindset that you have. But we just want you to take a moment to just simply remind yourself that you do have the power to control your life. And make the change. Like, I really want you to recognize that and even, like, maybe write this down on a sticky note, like, as an affirmation. And the affirmation could be, like, I have the power to control my life and make positive changes, and stick that shit on your mirror so that you can see that shit every single day and affirm that every single time that you wake up in the morning so that you can go into the day with a more positive mindset.
1: Also, especially if you've developed this mindset, you know, from a childhood traumatic event. It can feel easy to blame your parents or blame something else. Something that I had to learn is that there doesn't always have to be someone to blame. Life is unfair. Circumstances can be unfair and sometimes life sucks, but it doesn't have to be anyone's fault. So if you're relating to this, just remember that it's not your fault and it could really happen to anybody and you don't need to blame anybody. You can feel upset and you can feel angry, Mm
0: -hmm. but you don't have to, like, blame. One thing that I learned that, like, really, really helped me through therapy was to, like, forgive and move on because, like, holding on, like, resentment... Or just like anger in general is doing you more harm than good. And what I also like realized too and told myself. It's not like it really isn't your parents fault either. Like they also grew up in a childhood home probably. Or they also experienced certain events that made them who they are today as well. And they didn't grow up in a time of age where mental health and victim mindset and all these things were really talked about that much I feel like self-development is becoming a more big thing which I'm really happy about because this can obviously change the world and change a lot of patterns that a lot of young children or just young people develop like ourselves but when they were younger they didn't have that so that's what I always tell myself Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what helped me like forgive my mom and move on I feel like sometimes when I like speak of situations or certain situations that have happened to me in my childhood a lot of people like I just would assume they would think like oh my god like how do you not like hate her how do you still have a Mm -hmm. relationship with her and things of that and I just like holding on to that hate is gonna eat you up inside and she's still my mom at the end of the day and I know that she did the best that she could do with what she had
1: yeah that's that's so beautiful and so amazing and so true because it's called generational trauma for a reason and I love what you said like it could change the world like we're doing the work as a generation and as a society to break that generational trauma Mm -hmm. but it's important to understand that If you were treated a certain way, that person was probably treated a certain way and holding on to that resentment and those negative feelings is going to make it so much harder for you to move on and transcend into a different mindset or a different feeling. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to feel as if you have to place the blame on anyone. You don't need to feel as if this is your fault. But you do need to step up and take accountability for your life and for your actions and for your outcomes. And taking accountability is obviously really hard, but we have some strategies to help you get there. We have mentioned a few throughout this episode as we were giving the examples and explaining um, the scenarios such as taking ownership of your thoughts and feelings. Shifting your language to be more empowering and using positive affirmations. Another approach to becoming more accountable, accountable is problem solving. So have a more solution-oriented way of thinking. An empowered mindset involves actively seeking solutions and taking action to address challenges. So for example, when you're presented with a problem in your life, instead of Going back to your old way of thinking and be like, oh, why is this happening to me? This sucks. Life is so unfair. Mm -hmm. You can say, what is this problem teaching me? What can I do to solve this problem? Where can I go from here to overcome this? Mm -hmm. That problem-solving mindset, personally, it's one of my favorites to holding myself accountable, but it's such a game changer. So if you can start to think more like that, it's going to help you take accountability and take control over your life another strategy is to practice gratitude recognizing the good things in your life and finding something to be happy about every single day is going to put you in such a a more positive mindset and a more enjoyable way of thinking so that you can retrain yourself to be more abundant rather than being victim and feeling woe is me
0: yeah and again like this might seem like a lot to do all at once and you might not even know like where to start but I also want you guys to know like you don't need to tackle everything that we just discussed in one day again like with any type of change in general it's not going to happen overnight it's going to it's going to take years probably to overcome this, which can also seem scary because it's like, damn, that's a lot of work. Is it even worth it? Like, trust me, it's worth it. Just focus on one day at a time. And instead of focusing on the outcome, too, like focus on the process, focus on how. It's making you feel by shifting into a more empowered mindset versus being in a victim mindset. The one thing that you can do right now is you can start by identifying one or two small things that you can do to make a positive difference in your life. And the most important step that we recommend everyone to take is self-reflection. We talk about this a lot. I feel like we talk about it in all of our episodes, Mm -hmm. but it truly is so transformative and it really is life-changing when you do check in with yourself often. This will help you understand like the source of your victim mindset and where it's coming from so that you can overcome it. And so we have also come up with a list of questions that we think will be really helpful for you to kind of get down to the root cause and just do some self-reflection work so number one what are you getting out of constantly being down on your luck is it attention is it validation or are you getting away with not taking action on a bigger goal another question that you can ask yourself is what situations or experiences trigger feelings of victimhood in your life i i For me personally I feel like sometimes I don't know the answer right away but when you ask yourself this question and you're you're actually becoming aware of these things like you're going to get signs and you're going to be put into a situation where you are feeling triggered and you're going to be able to stop yourself and catch yourself and be like okay like wow like I am playing a victim here and then once when you like catch that trigger write it down right away and then journal about it when you can. And identifying
1: those triggers will allow you to rewire your brain right because if we're going to shift into another mindset we kind of need to release those old patterns and replace them with new ones so if you're to do that you have to become aware of them or know what they
0: are exactly yeah and then another question that you can ask yourself is how do you typically react when you feel like a victim recognizing your behavioral patterns is really important as well so like are you complaining a lot? Do you blame other people? Are you withdrawing from certain situations or from like somebody in general? Or do you feel helpless when you're presented with a situation that makes you feel like a victim? And then another question is, what do you believe about yourself when you're in a victim mindset? There are a ton of negative self-beliefs that you could develop when You're living in a victim mentality or just developed from your childhood. So I'm going to give you guys some examples of beliefs that I feel a lot of people definitely experience. Number one, I'm not good enough. I'm unworthy. I'm helpless. I'm a failure. I'm unlovable. I always lose. I can't change. I don't deserve happiness. I'm always taken advantage of. I'm a magnet for trouble. I'm a victim of my circumstances and these negative self-beliefs are often like really just deeply ingrained and they can be really really challenging to overcome and to shift those negative beliefs into a more positive one but like as we have been saying like just recognizing and challenging those beliefs when they come up is going to help you transition from a victim mindset to a more empowered one. And by like addressing and reframing those beliefs that you have, you can begin to regain like a sense of control and self-worth leading to a more positive and empowered mindset. So an example would be like based off the list that I wrote out, like if any of these resonate with you, write it down and then write down a positive one right next to it to kind of challenge that. And this would be your affirmation. So an example would be like, I can't change if that's a belief that you have. Then right next to it, write down a more positive affirmation. An example would be, I'm in charge of my mind and therefore I'm in charge of my results. The more that you repeat this belief, the more that it's going to become engraved in your brain and this will then become your new set of beliefs. Exactly. And as we're talking
1: about this, you can probably tell that there's a lot of different ways to develop this mindset and to be living in this mindset. I think that you can kind of think of victim mentality as a spectrum. You don't have to be 100% victim mindset or 0% victim mindset. You can have this victim mindset towards specific things in your life. For example, depending on what it is that you developed this victim mindset from, For example, whether it be like childhood trauma or like a lack of emotional support, this can cause your victim mindset to show up in different ways. When I was struggling with a victim mindset, it really had a lot to do with vulnerability and with relationships, but I didn't have this victim mentality in other areas of my life. So if you feel that maybe this only applies to a certain area of your life, you can do the same thing, but just focus on that one specific
0: circumstance that's so true and again like you develop a victim mindset from the events that you experienced that shaped your core beliefs like the core beliefs that you have now And remember, what you believe is what you attract. We've talked about this before in previous episodes. If you're believing negative things every single day, then that is the life that you're going to create for yourself. And that is the life that you're going to attract. So you have to change your core beliefs. If you want to attract the life that you want to live, if you want to attract the feelings that you want to feel, if you want to attract the people in your life that you want in your life, and if you want to attract the experiences that you want to experience. Right. It's definitely not
1: easy, but we hope that we have provided you with enough information and insight to help you do just that. We would like to end the episode with some final questions for you to consider. We have three final questions And number one is, what steps can you take to begin transitioning to a more empowered mindset? We hope that you can take this information that you've learned in this podcast and create a practical action plan with specific steps to gradually change your thought patterns and your behaviors.
0: The second question is, who can you turn to for support and guidance as you work on shifting your mindset? Like, Identify the people in your life that you can turn to that may offer encouragement understanding and accountability and we also understand that not every single person out there may have a specific person in their life to offer these things so we want you guys to always 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 know that you can always come to us and turn to us for help if you need it
1: yes and the third final question is how can you show self-compassion and kindness to yourself during this transition acknowledge that change takes time it's not easy but it's okay to be gentle with yourself throughout the entire process of shifting your mindset recognize that you were just doing the best that you could or the best that you can with what you had or have at the time now with a better understanding of this victim mentality we do know that you're ready to begin making this change Mm -hmm. and we are always here for you um so if you're struggling please don't hesitate to
0: reach out and share your personal story with us anyways we appreciate you guys so freaking much and we are so freaking thankful thankful for all of you that show up to our podcast every single Monday since we started this and we're just really happy and thankful and just so grateful that you choose to spend your time listening to us and you choose to spend your Mondays like learning and growing and expanding your mindset and for that like we are so proud of you for showing up for yourself and choosing to do better for yourself. So again, we're so freaking proud of you for showing up for yourself. And that's it for today, baddies. Remember to rate and share if you loved this episode and we will see you next week.